Hello, welcome to the Rotating Build Podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Dunn. Joining me today is Eddie Hurst. Hello, hey, oh, uh, hello. Hello, and also joining us now is Michael James. Hello, I'm oh, Michael hey. James. Michael's oh, going to pull up a chair and join us. So, uh, we just did the show on Black Wednesday. Ooh. How do you think it went, Eddie? Uh, I think I was pretty, I was pretty clunky. Uh, I thought uh, to give a match analysis at the end, you know, I think the lads uh, really worked well together. I thought you were brilliant. Really? Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. We could tell you're doing some. You, you were sort of riffing news and new stuff tonight. It was a bit of fun. Yeah, it was a little, little bit, little bit flaky, little you, bit flaky. You, um, but yeah, no. It was, it was, enjoy- it was really nice actually. I, I think the newsroom is a really nice room of the fringe. I've done a few, I did some gigs here last year and Joby McGeehan, look at me, I'm plugging, watch out. <laughs> yeah, Joby's also one in the newsroom at 7.30. Yeah, his show's amazing. He's, but, he's coming on this later, he's really excellent. great. Excellent, hey gang, you'll like that. Well, <laughs> um, I think it's a great room, it's just a strange location. Because mm. it's not yeah. like, it's not, it's not a bad location, it's just a strange one. Do yeah, you know it's I mean? like uh, I was saying tonight when I was comparing, it's, it's 100 yards from the Royal Mile, so everyone immediately panics and decides that they can't go there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I really like it. I, like, mm. we, we actually picked this venue out of the list when uh, the Laughing Horse sent it around, and I saw, saw this and said, I really want this place because yeah. I think it's a really good venue. Uh, yeah, no. So uh, you you technically aren't up at the fringe of a specific show, are you? You're sort of no. doodling around, doing open spots, yeah, yeah. having scabbing, fun, scabbing, scabbing, yeah. mate. Everyone else has brought like, oh, everyone's really put a lot of effort in. And then it's like, <laughs> hey guys, uh, can I perform your thing that you put loads of effort into making? Thanks. <laughs> and then just wander off. Like, well, we were really glad to have you on. Because well, thank you very much uh, for having me. We met originally at the Scottish Student Comedy Festival. Yes, we did uh, at the Tron. Yeah, two years ago. Mm. Two years ago. Now, it was, I actually turned twenty uh, during that show. Happy birthday! <laughs> for two years ago, uh, seven months ago. All right. No, need to be <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, basically, you, you were my girlfriend's favourite act, so Louise is absolutely enamoured with you. Um, thinks your set's great. And tonight as well, and, and I like the fact now, uh, every time I see you, and I see you brought the guitar, I always put up a little joy, because I know you're going to do that trick you do with the James Bond songs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had, I'd like, I've been booked for a gig in your, well, you know the gig, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got booked for it, and in, in the description at the moment, uh, it says, uh, and, and MC is Eddie Hurst brackets the one that does the Bond theme tune. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> it's, no. your, it's your catchphrase. Baby's bit now. becoming a gimmick. <laughs> so, I don't know. It is a wonderful bit though. There's it a is, reason you can do it yeah. for two years and it's still great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those that it's like, I think it's a bit, it's cheaty though. It is very cheaty. Um, I, I love it. I think it's one of. I find I find it crazy that there's a lot of things I do that I just sort of you glaze over now, but because you never know what you're actually going to get, when you don't know what films people are going to ask for, you can probably guess. There's about ten people always ask for. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really fun. It's always fun to do. So yeah. So so the question I'm asking all of my guests in this podcast, although in this scenario it's a bit. It's a bit peculiar because I'm not sure how well it's going to work. Right, well, let's give it a try. The question is, what is the fringe this year for you? So we've had other shows on and sort of going, is it about reviews? Is it about reputation? We've had lots of different answers. Okay. What is the fringe this year for you? Because you're not tied to anything. Bloody good, nice time, good time, isn't it? It's the holiday. That's what everyone says. It's not, it's not exactly a holiday. Um, because I'm doing, you know, like I'm doing the sports. Um, and I'm coming up because I want to bring something up next year. Um, I've got a couple of ideas. Like I do, I work with a sketch group called Quipodrome. 
what, are we a sketch group? I don't know. We're like sketch character mess. Um, and uh, with, we're talking about bringing something up. We're not sure yet. Um, and I think it depends what sort of venues would be available to us. But, you know, I sort of wanted to just... Because I came up last year, right? Mm. Um, I came up last year for four days. Um, and the four days that I chose were the last four days of the Fringe. Ah, so <laughs> dog days of the Fringe. <laughs> um, and I was staying with Joby. Um, and, and, um, and so the story was, I was like, hey Joby, can I stay with you? Yeah, sure mate, don't worry about that. Turns out Joby didn't have actually a, a accommodation. Uh, he had a tent which was in a campsite about 40 minutes out of Edinburgh. Fucking hell. Which was amazing, because it felt like a genuine festival. <laughs> <laughs> rather, rather than this weird sort of flat stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it was a genuine fringe festival experience. <laughs> we were on the genuine fringe uh, of the fringe. Uh, wow. Yeah, but so I didn't really get much. Of, I, got, I got to see a few things, I, I, but I didn't get much of a search around mm. um, so this year's reconnaissance for you then is it? a little bit yeah mm. I think you know just because yeah 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 that's great <laughs> That'll great, do. Answer, great strong answer there Eddie okay yeah. uh, well normally at this point in the podcast I go would uh, say the details of your show but so is that is, I'll tell you what let's just do a well, well meaning is, what shows would you like to plug just say what they are okay uh, well the Leeds University Comedy Cabaret or look, yes. uh, they are doing a show that they've let me uh, turn up to occasionally. I sort of I came up with that as like my oh well these guys are going to give me gigs because um, mm. you know I went to Leeds Uni um, mm. and I graduated last year, so it does feel like a creepy uni student who's gone back to the high school. Well, I a little <laughs> bit like that, like hey hey guys, I still got it. Hey, I want to hang out. <laughs> That's all I, I don't know. Um, but so there's that that's at the Jekyll and Hyde at 1.30 that's I right think, yeah. thanks very I much occasionally, <laughs> I, I occasionally do gigs with them as well yes, so. yes. Yeah. Um, and also Joby McGeehan he's, he's marvellous uh, really good he's doing a show called Billy No Immune System 7.30 in the newsroom where rotating Bill is so what you can do is you can go see him then just have a nice meal upstairs have a drink Come back down again. Yeah, no, that's actually a good idea. The newsroom is a lovely yeah. bar. And then, uh, to, to, is it okay if I say Yeah, keep more? going. Um, Sam, and, Sam and Tom, Mash House, 4 o'clock. I'm staying with those guys. They're really good. They're really good. I um, them, yeah. I'm also staying with Alistair Clark. He's got his show, uh, Getting Better. Actually, he's got loads. Of, he's doing loads of stuff. Uh, he's got Getting Better, 120 at uh, Cab, uh, Cabaret Voltaire. That's yeah. the one, right? Yeah, that's Cabaret yeah. Voltaire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also he's got a he's got a, um, a cabaret show. I, ironically, not a Cabaret Voltaire at George Next Door. Ooh, what time's um, that? That is half four. Half hey. four. Ah, ah we got there in the end. Um, and then finally, finally. <laughs> sorry, you've got no sorry. shows, and you plugged more than any of us. Because I get well, I get you owe a lot of favors. This maybe space. gets a commission for every time. I'm just like it's sort of people who who I know and whose shows I've seen. Um, oh no, because now you see what's happened. Now you've trapped that, yourself. I've you mentioned started too many. saying them. And now anyone who listens to this, you know, the thousands, the millions of people who listen to this, they're going to hear it and they're going to go... All right, well, I'm going to be nasty host then and so you don't get the blame. Do that last one you're about to do and then we'll call it. Okay. Uh, uh, no. Oh, uh, Dan Nicholas doing reverb. It was 3.20 at the Mash House in the attic. Uh, I also saw... Oh, no. No, that's yeah, it. That's okay, it. No, that's oh, it. Oh, no. Reverb at the Mash House. I also saw the preview of that at Burning Duck, so that was actually... Oh, I, I okay. can back that up. Oh, uh, yeah, we can talk about that. That's a nice... Or is this... Is, I've gone on too long. We've gone on too long, I'm afraid. At Eddie 
Classic. Eddie Classic. Going on too long. It just all became adverts, so then it went for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's uh, what, that's, that's going to be my hour show. <laughs> like five minutes or something that's like, hey, I can kind of get on board with this. And Eddie, Eddie, Coke, Pepsi. That's it. Eddie Hurst has too many debts. Is that the name of your solo yeah, friendship? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, it le- all it remains for me to say is that uh, Eddie was on the Rotating Bill show. It is on at quarter past 11 in the newsroom. We have a different guest on every single night. Uh, yeah, uh, so come on down. It's really good fun. We change the bill every night. So now uh, let's hear an extract from Eddie's set. Thank you very much, Eddie Hurst. Hey, so what's to do with airplanes? Why do they have food on them? Um, we'll we'll have a recording. It'll be fine. Oh, sorry. Okay. Zany slapstick, isn't it? Strong start. How's everybody doing? Yeah, fantastic. Are you having a nice fringe? Great, great, yes. Uh, did you hear about the tiger that decided to be vegan? He, he, he died. <laughs> this is my first impression I'd like to do for you. It's my first impression of Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> thanks, thanks very much, thanks very much. Uh, I like the fringe, uh, I'm keen on the fringe, I imagine you guys are too, else you've wasted a trip. Uh, uh, my favourite part, I think, of the fringe is, you know, because Edinburgh has that sort of, it has a reputation as being a, go- a ghost town. Like, you know, it's not as in empty, we all know that's not true. It may be Black Wednesday, but it's still fucking busy. <laughs> Get out of my way, humans! I'm just riffing right now, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think you can tell. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I like within Edinburgh, I like uh, those pubs that, that like, they look like they should be haunted, but they're, but they're not. <laughs> they really want to be! Like, they got the spooky paraphernalia, it's like, hey, ghosts, come on in here, guys, come on! Uh, no, we don't, we, no, 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 thank you. No, it's too garish. <laughs> we like decor like everyone else, we're no different. <laughs> a lot of people think ghosts are spooky and scary. I disagree. I just think they're very disapproving. Boo. <laughs> Traditional knows a ghost makes. Allow me to illustrate with a series of witty vignettes. <laughs> Somebody always goes, witty vignettes. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I enjoy that too. Uh, I'm going to buy this to crap an old mansion. Boo. You're ca- it's not structurally sound. Sometimes they stumble over their words, that's okay. It's not like it's been recorded for a podcast or anything. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna spend all night in the cemetery! Boo! You'll catch your death out there! I'm gonna run through this wall! Boo! Leave it to the professionals! But how do I become a professional? Practice! And union membership! <laughs> Do you have any idea how difficult it is to organise a workforce that is literally invisible? <laughs> we may be see-through, but our issues are not. <laughs> yeah, I only feel bad for ghosts when they go on strike. Uh, if they do take action and go on strike, that's just good news, isn't it? <laughs> and then the only media coverage they do get is a Channel 5 news team with a celebrity that isn't a big celebrity, he isn't a little celebrity. He's a medium! <laughs> Uh, for the uh, podcast, I did swing the microphone about and everyone went, ooh, was that a good idea? But I caught it and it looked like I knew what I was doing. Uh, so, I work in an office in the daytime because newsflash, I don't do this full time. 
I'm as surprised as you are. Thank you very much. You can pick your jewels up off the ground. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that one. Uh, I, I, work, I work in an office. Does anybody else work in an office? Give me a cheer if you do. Uh, that is that is the exact amount of enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's okay. My main gripe is with the building. Um, the specific area of the building, the lift. The lift has a strange name that in the morning raises too many questions. I'm going to tell you the name. It's Schindler. <laughs> It's Schindler's Lift. <laughs> How did that happen? Because, like, Oscar Schindler, right, from World War II, he's had a list for years. And it's not as if it was a secret. Like, people really knew about it. So it's like the only thing I could think is that there's this guy, and I was like, oh, hey, Robert Schindler, no relation to Oscar Schindler, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks very much. Uh, I'm setting up this lift company. Just figured out the name. I am loving it. You're not using your last name, are you, mate? Don't do that. Because that is a name, that is a specific demographic he is aiming for as his market there. You've got you've got sort of a Venn diagram of on the one hand it's people who love sort of love love the sort of playful reference to, to sort of uh, fascism, so sort of fundamentalism, and then on the other hand you've got people who love a good pun, so you've got the fundamentalists too. <laughs> and I mean he's carving a niche. Why feel his name and stuff at that market? And it's like, I know what a lot of you are thinking. You're thinking, oh, Eddie, come on, mate. Maybe it actually was Oscar Schindler's company. And he started making lifts to save the Jews from Nazi persecution. And also uh, fulfil the Fuhrer's rampant love of elevating rooms. I don't think that's true, because quite frankly, these lifts do not possess the build quality we have come to expect from German manufacturing. <laughs> the doors close a little bit too soon. You sort of get a nip on your ankle when you're leaving. I know what you're thinking. Maybe it's a trap for the SS Nazi generals. <laughs> but then, if that's true, what is this lift doing in the offices of an Altrincham-based engineering firm that's views on Judaism is at worst indifferent? <laughs> like, it was annoying me so much though that I've actually found out. I found out the story for Schindler. Would you like to hear it? Love Thank you to you. Everyone else, come on, gang. I've got it's only 30 seconds and then I'm going to move the fudge on. Uh, uh, right, so what it is, it's a Swiss company uh, that's set up in 1864. Ooh. Which is amazing because it means that they've got 70 years on Oscar Schindler and that. So they genuinely must have had a worry at some point. Maybe we should change that name. And they did nothing about that. <laughs> uh, hey, Robbo, Robbo Schindler. Robert, Robert, baby. Yeah, what's, what's going on? There's this guy called Oscar Schindler. Yeah, yeah, that's my last name. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, listen, he's got this list. Uh, and it's getting really popular right now. Um, and I just think people might get confused. No, I can't see how that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I'm going to ca crack on. Uh, we now move on to section two of the act. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Section two, what will he do? It's a guitar. It's a guitar. I still don't know how to bring it. I have a guitar because I was a teenage boy once. Uh, I think I think many of the, of the of the men in the room will remember. They were handed out by the government. Uh, we had to learn two songs. There was Wonderwall uh, and Smoke on the Water. Uh, 
I don't remember either. Uh, but music is great. Music's amazing because I think that it, it can sort of affect you emotionally and about the way you feel without necessarily like set, like w using words, you know, just the, the tone. And so I've got a few tricks uh, up on my sleeve that I'm going to share with you that you can incorporate into your everyday life. Uh, so say, for instance, you were in an argument with somebody. I don't know why. Maybe you shared a theory on ghosts they didn't agree with. Uh, and you thought on the three-hour car journey, it'll be really funny to just fill it full of sad songs. Uh, so it is pretty awkward up in there. Here's a little trick you can do. Take a sad song, make a little bat. Okay? Oh, mother, I can feel the soil falling over my head. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> I added the cha-cha-cha on the end. Uh, you can do so anything, sir. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focused on the pain. The only thing that's real. Cha cha cha! <laughs> Get out of town, bad news! Serving suggestion. Uh, got one more. Uh, hallelujah. 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 Sometimes you don't need the chat, chat, chat. Just enjoy the song, you know. <laughs> Read the room. Uh, another thing: uh, if you've been, if you did get into that argument and you lost it really bad, uh, just pretend you learned like a life lesson at the end of it. <laughs> uh, I have one more thing, and then I'm gonna get right out of town. I'm gonna walk ten whole steps that way. Uh, just gonna get straight out. Uh, so what it is? I can remember everything. If by everything you mean the James Bond theme tunes. Uh, I thought we could give it a go. So, uh, you, madame, what is your name? Sophie. Sophie, nice to meet you, Sophie. Uh, you're having a nice time? Lovely time. Yeah, great, excellent. Do you have a favourite of the James Bond? Um, oh, I like from Russia the Club. Okay, yeah. Well, you're in luck, because I remember that theme tune. <laughs> uh, I'm sending this letter to you straight from Stalingrad. With kisses, <laughs> but I will not use stamps to deliver it now. I will use something more metaphorical from Russia with love. <laughs> I think we all remember that theme tune, right? Does anybody have another the James Bond? Uh, you, madam, what is your name? Amy. Amy, everybody give Amy a round. <laughs> Because you're doing a great job as an audience member. Have you done this before? Because you are a natural. Uh, you're sat down, your arms aren't waving in the air, you're not screaming, you're not on fire. Uh, it's true. Uh, do, you, do you have a, a, a favourite James Bond? Do you love Doctor No? Uh, yeah, hey, well, you're in luck. Because I might remember it. Uh, hey there, Doctor. Hello, Doctor Maybe, I don't know, Doctor Yes, Doctor Definitely, Doctor Not Too Sure, Doctor Pretty Negative, Doctor Double Thinking, Doctor Being Honest, Sorry mate, Doctor No, that's Doctor No, that's that one. <laughs>
I did say you only get one. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you could do couldn't, I could do more, but I'll probably have to charge them. I'll just add, I'll just add it to the bill. That's kind of how it works, isn't it? Uh, okay, so uh, Moonraker and Quantum Source. Okay, yeah. I'll do Quantum Source first uh, because, yeah, because that's just it's nice, isn't it? It's got Daniel Craig in. Danny, it was a funny story actually. Uh, Danny, uh, when we were filming uh, Cotton Sauce, he actually came up to me um, and he said, Eddie, I've got, I've got this theme tune I'd like to do uh, for Cotton Sauce. And I said, Listen, mate, I'll sort it out. <laughs> definitely happened. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty sad I'd like some closure But not a lot <laughs> Quite a little amount of closure How little closure Such little closure That it goes in and out of existence On an atomic level <laughs> I'd like a quantum of solace. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, thank you. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to do a Moonraker and then I'll be, then I'll be out of your hair. I'll go out of your hair. Like a, like a plight knit. <laughs> uh, okay, Moonraker. Uh, thank you very much, you guys have been lovely. I've been